What's going on, beautiful? Welcome back to another Way In. This is Timo, and this is going to be a little bit different than what we've been doing before. This is just going to be me and you together in your ears or between your ears. And this is going to be giving voice to some of the things I've been writing about on the blog. This podcast is going to be about the three questions that I ask when I felt lost, broken, defeated, beaten up, my ass kicked, down on the floor, mud on my face, dust on my face, the cat peed on my bed, all those things. And these questions got me through some really dark times. The point of these questions that I'm going to ask, the point of the stories that I'm going to bring to you today are to bring you back to the present moment. It might help you, it helps me, and I thought I'd share some of my thoughts. Now, if you're reading the blog, thank you very much for reading the blog, by the way. It means a lot to me when I see you comment and let me know what you're thinking or react to some of the things that I'm putting out there. Sometimes I black out. I have no idea where the inspiration comes from. No, I don't do drugs, except for lots of coffee and other things sometimes. So let's just get right into this. Ask these three questions when you feel lost, broken, and defeated. Very uplifting. But when I quit my corporate job to enter the startup world, I knew that it would take grit. I knew that I was going to face the fire. Personally, I had no idea what that meant, but I tend to move when there's a fire lit under my ass. I knew that I would have to face myself in the valley of darkness, in order to grow. Choosing the path of a creative is not easy. Entrepreneurship, it's totally overhyped. You can get on YouTube or look at your friend's newsfeed and you'll see Gary Vaynerchuk screaming about hustle. I love the guy's message, by the way. Uh, And you'll see the next guy posing with a helicopter next to his pool. And the realities of the lifestyle are largely dishonest yeah maybe it worked for a few people but for the rest of us not really true look at me posing with this helicopter this could be you just follow these six steps to be a millionaire in three days follow these steps to be a millionaire in 24 hours i mean come on the easiest thing to do these days seems like for me at least is to get a job with a steady paycheck but it feels like a dangerous decision So what about those days, the weeks, the months that when you choose to make the jump, if you're listening and you have a job, you have a corporate job and you're pampered and you have a paycheck and you hate your life and that's hard for you and that's hard for you when you can sit there and check your Reddit feed or news or get pissed at your Facebook news feed for four hours a day, maybe more. And then you can go home and kick your feet up and chill and be pissed about why you don't have what you want to have in your life. I'm going to let you know some of the realities that I've faced because it gets way harder than that. So what about those days, the weeks, and the months that challenge the identity, that smash the ego, and will leave you crawling on the floor searching for your last pennies? Where is the help for that? Hopefully it's right here. (laughs) So these are three questions that I wrote on my whiteboard 
after listening to a podcast from Rob Bell. If you don't know Rob Bell, highly recommend checking out his podcast. He used to be a pastor, uh, Christian-based guy. I'm not a religious person really whatsoever, but he has an incredible podcast. Check him out. So these are the three questions. The first question, let's say this was me. Question one, do I have enough for today? Do I have enough? You wake up, you feel like you've lost everything. For me, I woke up, I had a $5 bill. I thought that was all that I had left in life. $5. That's it. I had a $5 bill sitting on top of my dresser that was on top of this shark spine thing, and I did these meditations, and I've got a bird of prey feather, and just like, I need some freaking help. I'll tell you what, things get spiritual when it gets down and dirty, believe me. So $5, though, when applied strategically, stretches a long way. The manager's special section at the store has $1 deals on bags of three pieces of assorted fruits and veggies, often organic, and I make sure to only choose organic. Steel-cut oats are a national hero. The $10 cocktails I used to drink began to look like a ripoff. They never fulfilled me. And I question anyone who holds the value of the bottle above themselves and others. If you're not going out and visiting your friends because they don't drink, if you're not feeling comfortable with other people because they don't drink and you do, I think that says more about you than it says about that other person. It was easy to focus that day on what I didn't have and what I wasn't doing. But you have to practice what you preach. This world is abundant. In a world of abundance, you have to choose to deny the world in order to truly have nothing. Getting there requires a lot of letting go. It requires letting go of the bills that are due. You can't pay them. So what? Your credit score, definitely going to be affected if you can't pay your bills. Relationships, they'll come and go. You'll get new friends. You'll regain your old friends. You, however, you will survive. When I went from a large income, relatively, to no savings and virtually zero income, I got a different sense on the world. I'd say the only difference between me and a person on the street is a mental switch. One decision. I would tell those closest to me at the time, I am literally... One decision away from being on the streets next to the homeless people. One decision. I started to identify with them more. I saw myself in them. I was one breath, one step, one decision away from being them. But then again, so are you. And when I'm pushing myself out at that, at that edge of life, I had to remember Life at the edge requires balance. At the most desperate moment, a decision can turn you towards greatness or cast you into oblivion. So do I have enough for today? I had $5, and yeah, I had enough for the day. I would make it through the day. The second question, have I been here before? My chest was tight with stress every single day. 
so freaking tight. I don't write about anxiety and meditation because I think it's cool. I, I do think it's cool, but because they've actually helped me in my life. I had crippling stress. Taking an inhale was an exercise for me. I had to learn to accept where I am and let go of my future expectations and I trusted that everything would work out. On the outside, I was stoic. On the inside, I was rage. People would contact me as I'm sure you get contacted as well, but you know you know what I'm talking about. People would contact me to explain their problems or ask for advice. I hear about relationship issues and uh, financial issues. I'm so broke as they drive in in their new car and go out to eat after a conversation or go and have a night out. I'm so broke. (laughs) Everything is relative. It took all of my energy to keep cool. At my best, I watched my breath walk inside my mind to a hot room where blues is jamming, then walk over to a window to to let some of that summertime breeze inside. You know what I'm talking about? One of those muggy blues bars. I think that's where Keep Cool came from. People are shoved into those tiny, tiny uh, jam spots. Somebody had to crack the window open to keep it cool. I could be making that up. But listen, when I say practice what I preach, I mean I had tried to follow my own advice. Meditation every single morning, to this day as well, every single morning, 20-minute minimum when I wake up. It, It keeps my mind. It gets me here. And I visualize what I want to accomplish that day, and then I see it done in my mind. And then I'm up, and I'm writing, I'm reading, and I do this weird kung fu thing I got from my dad. It's called Snake Turns Over. I might have to do a video. Uh, Some people say it gets your chi moving. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Others say it's for building punch strength. I think both are true. I applied to jobs with titles like the ones I had before to escape the pain. You know, I was tr- I was clamoring back to the old life. The corporate life is so comfortable. You know, those Nassim Taleb talks about the three worst things to be addicted to, uh, which essentially amount to bread, or rather carbohydrates, uh, heroin, and a steady paycheck. And I was really, I was really wanting that steady paycheck because... Man, I didn't get any of those jobs. I spent eight hours a day writing a new cover letter, writing a new resume. If you, by the way, are looking for a job and need help writing a cover letter or resume, send it my way. You have my email, hello at teamaway.com. I will happily give you free resume critiques. Happily. Send it my way. I'm an expert now. But I didn't get any jobs. <laughs> because employers can smell an artist. Corporations that want cogs, that is, cogs to fit in their wheel, to do one specific task. Cog-seeking corporations want stale, colorless apples. A ripening fruit is a dangerous risk. I didn't get those jobs. Rent was due, and I had been there before. And that leads to the third 
question. Did I make it? I woke up one day, and while at first it didn't seem like I had anything, by one day I mean that day, while it didn't seem like I had anything, I certainly learned that I had enough. Not only did I have enough, I had more. If I decided to feel defeated and lay down into depression, I'd be on the streets. It was one decision away. And I chose the opposite direction. Resistance is a bitch. But I had been there before. And you know what? I made it. And those three questions, my friends, do I have enough for today? Have I been here before? And did I make it? Those brought me to the here and let me know that, heck yeah, I made it. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to crush it. So get out there and do something freaking amazing today, my friends. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in.